Good morning, my neighbors! Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! Fuck you, too! Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of the Black Irish Podcast with Mike Crawford, myself, Brendan McCorkle. I wanted to start out this episode, episode 10, with a PSA to everybody out there that's listening or watching. Do yourself a favor. Buy our rookie cards now. Because we love this shit, we're having fun, and we're hustlers. We're in this for the long haul. So get on train now, because we're going, we're going places. Alright? So come along with us. We're having fun the whole time. That's what it's all about. So, go, speaking of episode 10, Mike, you ready? I'm ready. I was this, born ready. This lasted <laughs> longer than two of my four relationships. <laughs> 10 weeks. That's pretty good. I wish I could say I only had four relationships. And let me start the day off by saying this. Listen, people, I have a full head of hair. Uh, I don't cut it all the time because we're in pandemic, but I have a full head of hair. <laughs> or are people worried that you're sick and I'm doing this as a uh, make-a-wish? No, man, I've, I've been acting my ball under here for some reason, even though, like, you can see. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. You have a luscious head of hair. I have a full head of hair, and I'm pretty old, so I'm blessed. Yeah, no, you're, you're good. I think we're both lucky that we both have good heads of hair. I got my mom's hair, so I'm obviously, like, I'm graying out already, but I don't give a yeah, shit. I got a couple grays, too. Oh, I got this, yeah, for sure, in the beardage, but who gives a shit? So, on to fun shit. I have started a new activity during the pandemic that is keeping me very occupied. Um, we have a ring, which most people do these days, a ring doorbell. So, it comes with a neighborhood watch app on it. And I just started trolling people on there that are ridiculous because a lot of it is very, you know, helpful and important information. But some of it is people just whining to whine. And those people are so much fun to tease and make fun of. And with other people, it's it's hilarious. So there's Karen's in your neighborhood. Guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> so like there's like usually the big thing is gunshots. It's like gunshots over here. And it's always like fireworks. Like, dude, that's a fucking bottle rocket, man. Have you never been anywhere around fireworks or guns? Apparently not. So no secret. What's that? Oh, you're shoot off fireworks while you're over, doing it? No, you're probably going to be all over the neighborhood next, <laughs> over the next week. <laughs> but here's the best part. Here's the best part. It comes up, your neighbor ID comes up random every time. It says neighbor and a random number. So it's not the same ID every time. <laughs> so you could just, so I started, you know, gunshots is like, you know, Jesse J, bang, bang into the room. And it's just like, start messing with people. Somebody else had Miley Cyrus. Like, somebody came in like a wrecking ball. So it's like, we got this little competition in the neighborhood going with who we're going to mess with. But not anybody with serious stuff. You know, so it's like coyotes are a big thing. And it's like, yeah, okay, you know, a lot of it's good information. Protect your animals. Here's what you can do to, you know, coyote repellent. But there's this one person that's posted like four times in the last week. These coyotes keep coming to my backyard. It's like, so I posted, look, tell your slutty dog to stop flirting with those coyotes and they'll stop coming around. <laughs> like, you're just whining to whine at this point because four times in the same week, like, put your dogs inside or shut up. I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, get you some dogs that want to fight coyotes. Well, yeah, well uh, that's a, a losing game there. <laughs> Package thieves are always a good one. You know, it's like, Package thief, I can't believe it. Uh, let's see. What was it? What was a good one? HDS coming through. Got a package, people. That was fun. That was a good I'm one. Not your neighborhood doesn't have ring, bro. 
Like everybody should have a ring. Like so, so they do. Like, That's why there's so many. Like, yeah, it's like ninety nine percent of them are all legitimate, but the one percent, the golds are. Oh, I cherish those. And the ones that are the absolute best, Halloween. Somebody smashed my pumpkins. Like, dude, they're high school kids. Leave them alone. It was $4. What are you going to do with it? Clean it up. Oh, well, who cares? That's my favorite. Clean it, though. I feel them on that, man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a bit. That's kind of one of those things that's Halloween, though. It's like if you smash it at someone else's house, I probably won't be that mad at you. Like, just smash my pumpkin somewhere else, and I don't have to clean it. That's cool. If you smash the pumpkin on my porch, I'm going to be hot about that. I can't lie. I'm on okay. the side with that I, I can see that. If you take the pumpkin <laughs> and go throw it in the street or something like that. You're good. That's but you're see, good. It, but Halloween is one of those things, like, if you don't give out candy, you might get egged or TP'd. You know, the jack lanterns it's like, hey, it's pretty until it's the end of the night and then sacrifice them all. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. That's just one of those things where it's, You'd be surprised how many people get so upset and to the point where they feel the need to let the neighborhood know that somebody ruined their tiny little pumpkin. Nobody gives shit about your pumpkin, dude. So I, I'm sure that that's going to someone cares because you care. Oh yeah. I'm sure that's that's gonna rile somebody up and somebody's gonna figure out who I am and be like, This fucking asshole. But and then I'm gonna have to fight somebody. But speaking of Never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. I'm kind of watching you, man. So you, you need Dude, to to I have it. not learned magic yet. I was uh, Dallas yeah. and I were always terrified our kids were going to love magic. You need a victory this week, man. All right. Pick card. Four. Thank you. You are ooh, a Viking. And that makes me, number five, a mermaid. Mm. Better watch out, Mike. Better watch out for you to die. This is, <laughs> hey, this is starting off ugly again for you, Brendan. Dude. <laughs> Better hope you get some major All right, problems, pick bro. a number. All right, so do you want uh, do you want first and second or first and third cards? First and third, the same way we've been doing. Okay, number what five. number do you want to start with? Five. Four. Five is, what does it say? Has one tiny baby arm. Your Viking has one tiny baby arm. And, the other one is huge. And I can turn to steel. I don't know why my camera picks it up sometimes, not the others. Can oh. turn into a seal? Can turn to steel. So you're a Viking. Steel. Yeah. And, God, I hate these ones. The bottom half is play another character card. So your bottom half is literally insane clown posse. Okay, so now my bottom half is four people. And I'm a mermaid that can turn to steel that has a six-foot neck. All right, all right, so let's recap here. We've got a Viking that has one tiny baby arm, and your bottom half is ICP. And I'm a mermaid that can turn to steel and has a six-foot long neck. I win. No, you automatically don't lose. How? I, okay, I have an easy out that this could be 30 seconds, but... I'll indulge you. Go ahead. What do you mean? Go ahead. Easy, how, how are you going to kill a mermaid, first of all, as a Viking? you got to come to I'm me. Just gonna let, I'm just going to... Why do I have to... You have to kill me, too. This is not one-sided. Like, Where are we you, fighting? <laughs> well, you also have to kill me. I think in honor of our uh, super fight intro... We're fighting on the be beach. Okay, we're fighting someone on the beach. Has, someone has, so someone has to win. I can go a little bit into your habitat, but if I happen to yank you out of the water, now what are you going to do? If you happen to, all I got to do is sit there on a rock and be a pretty mermaid. Your testosterone as a Viking is going to overtake you, and you're going to go, I have to slay that mermaid. I got to get it. You you're going to come to me. You're going to take your Viking me, boat. The bottom half of me is literally the worst group ever made so i'm just gonna have them start playing their music and she's gonna pass out die because they are the worst they stink the insane <laughs> bossy stinks so bad that they would kill anybody with their music so what i'm gonna do is have them start playing their trash music and she's gonna fall oh i listened to them for like two weeks in seventh grade i was like yeah these guys are the shit and i was like oh those now guys are fucking whack why you are the way you are Brendan. oh listen to this that that uh that is just the tip of the iceberg my friend <laughs> 
But no, I'm a mermaid, so I'm a, I'm gonna be like a siren. I'm gonna be very provocative out on my rock. That's about 500 yards away. I gotta be far enough away to where you need a telescope, and you need to get on your Viking ship that you've built to conquer things, and you're gonna come out to me. And so you're on your boat coming out to me. Why would I come out to you? Because I'm a mermaid. I'm never going to you. That's never gonna happen. What do you mean? I need, uh, okay, I would need Prince so, Eric to come so around and some oh. weird squid lady to give me a curse so I had legs to get on. No, I'm not doing that. We're in a fight. We don't like each other. Vikings attack. Vikings do not sit and wait. Vikings are predators. You're coming Vikings to me. Attack. Not a Viking with a small arm. We know we had a bit of a disadvantage. We can't just go jumping in the water. You don't take the big boat. You take the little boat. I got a little arm. I can't afford to be out in no boat. You got insane clown posse to paddle. They're good for something. Yeah, and then when we get out there, they're going to help me jump you because it's four. No, see, as soon as you get out there, I'm a mermaid. I dive underneath, stretch my six-foot steel neck through the bottom of your boat, and swim away. It capsizes. Game over. Because I'm the champion by myself. <laughs> all by myself. Oh, take that, Mike. Because I've been killing you so bad, I'm gonna allow you to have this. No, because that I had to entertain you a little bit. That was the easiest win. A uh, mermaid Ooh. that can turn to steel with a six foot neck. All you do capsize the you boat and leave. But you turn it into steel, so you can't be a mermaid and steel at the same. Not so when you turn into steel, you don't move anymore. Exactly. That's why I turn my steel. neck six foot. Bam! That turns into steel, and then it unturns into steel, and I swim away. That's it. It's game over. <laughs> And you could use the insane clown posse to float around on their dead bodies for a little while, but you're never getting back to shore, you big Viking. You're done. I would have killed you, just so you know. But you nope. From that. Well, in that same vein, what do you think is the worst way to die? Me? My personal opinion is fire. Fire? You're afraid of fire? Oh, and you're just stuck in there? Oh, that's brutal. Just getting but fucking turned into plastic. A close 1A is, have you ever seen the movie Open Water? Like No, that, but I've heard of it and I know the concept. That has to be the most worst way to die. I honestly I watched know. the first I don't know, either one. I 15. Mean, if you watched the first 15 minutes, you saw the whole movie. That's exactly what, they yeah. They, the whole movie would sit out there in the middle of they give you a couple memory flashbacks or whatever, but for the most part, the movie is them sitting out there in the middle of the water, feeling fish and sharks and stuff hit their feet until they just give it. They don't even get eaten, though. You know how they die? They just can't just, float anymore. Yeah. No, they just go under. They just, like, give it up and let their lungs fill. I was there, bro. I told you the story. I did the same thing. Somebody just was there to get me. I don't know. I was... <laughs> <laughs> there was. I ain't gonna lie. I know I ain't gonna make it, but it's, I'm gonna give it an attempt to find me a shore. I ain't just. I ain't just giving up. I'm sorry, man. I can't go out like that. Like I just can't. What about like death by it. monkeys? Like if you just got ripped apart by like chimpanzees or something. I mean that would be Ooh. that would be horrible, but that would be quick. That wouldn't take a long time once they. Like, okay. What about? Um, I'm not giving anything huge away, but in the show zero zero zero, which is amazing. Um, like, in the very first episode, uh, they have pigs eating a body, and they're like, yeah, the little ones weren't weren't really going for it, so I brought her in, and bring in this big old beast, and he's like, I had her start with the head. It took a long time, but, you know, it's like, that would Your be... Your body was already dead. You didn't die that way. That's not true. You sit there and let a pig eat you to death, bro. Like, no, that, I mean, he was not in 100% working order when he was thrown in there, but, yeah, that's... That's brutal. Be that's, absolutely, that's absolutely disgusting, too. Why? Because they're pigs? Oh, it's just because you let a pig eat a human being, and those are the same thing that one day... It's because they eat the bones, too. Bacon. Beware of anybody with a pig farm. Because they eat them bone and all. I'm a city guy. I ain't going, I ain't going over there no pig farm. Right. If I ever need to get rid of a body, I'm throwing it in some acid. We already know. The closest thing you go to a pig is bacon. Bacon. <laughs> if they ever bring back that uh, dog commercial, it's bacon. You should be like the guy giving the dog the bacon. <laughs> be like, I like him too, buddy. There you go, man. Good for adults and for dogs. So, I heard something bananas on the radio yesterday. Yeah, I still listen to the radio 
Terrestrial 1047 old school. Thank you very much. Um, Maybe the only one, but they probably thank you for that free plug. Yeah, I listen to the app too all the time. Um, <laughs> they said that Kanye West bodyguard for like however many years, like 16 years or something like that, is in talks with some kind of streaming service to do a tell-all documentary. And he was with Kanye for like, like the seven weird years where he was kind of up and down like no he's fine no he's not yes he is no he's not and he's like i'm just gonna sell it and i'm gonna do it one time and i'm going away how do you feel about that that's bullshit right yeah it's probably gonna be full with a whole bunch of fabricated stuff that can't be ever proven because yeah because he had to sign a uh nda right well not just that but no one else is gonna back the story so it's just him telling the story but that's the problem is it's not going to matter. His version of a fake story, people are going to watch it. People yeah, are going to no, eat it they, up. They're going to listen because of who he is. If he's a, All they have to do is verify that he is Kanye's bodyguard. And he can tell the world anything and they're going to listen because he's Kanye's bodyguard. Like everybody of these celebrities bodyguard, when their careers are over, they literally have a payday. It's because they're that person's bodyguard. They can go to anybody and eventually be like, "Yo, I'll write a book for you and tell you this and just make up some stories. And it don't matter if it's true or not. They're going to write the book. It's going to sell. And by the time people figure out it's all fake, y'all going to be rich already. Yeah, but then you have to live with yourself for the rest of your life. Like I, they, were, they spent their whole life being a bodyguard, watching over, willing to die for a celebrity. You think they ain't gonna be okay living with themselves because they sold things? <laughs> that is true. Life. That's probably a different type of person. But yeah, I mean, I you know, it, like Tiger Woods caddy, like he wrote a book or whatever. It's like, yeah, okay, that was his caddy. But a bodyguard, like you're gonna die for this dude, not like get your socks wet fetching a ball. Like that's a that's a different type of commitment to a person. You would think that it would be a little more intimate than that. You know, that's it all I'm saying. Until they fire you, once they fire you and don't give a check for you no more, you still gotta feed your family. Like at the end of the day, that's what it was for you. Unless yeah. you started like getting making it personal, it was a job for you. When the job is over, you need another job. <laughs> I mean, and that's I probably know. the actually. I don't know. I mean, security guards might got good retirement plans, pensions. Whatever. I mean, I don't know what they got set up, but if they don't, they need to bring home bacon. Yeah. So they well, I guess that's the other part of the thanks to Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. I understand the bodyguard mentality now. It's like you have to have that separation where this is a job. You're just a thing. Yeah. You're a walking piece of flesh. I'm protecting this walking piece of flesh, and that's it. That's it. I see that. It is a job. And that way, when you go home, and you actually have to write that tell-all book, man, look, you can walk out of there and tell me you want to do it. If you want to keep your relationship, be like, look, man, <laughs> look, you ain't going to be hiring me no more, so this is what's about to happen. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe, hopefully they did it. <laughs> hopefully he's like, look, man, I got all the stories. Give me 50, you help me choose 50% of them. That's what I'll tell. And that, you know, it'll be a little, and the other 50% that. will be fabricated. They can't prove them. Or, you know, like just, no, sit down with Kanye and just be like, listen, dude, I won't tell this stuff, but you got to give me something. What can I tell? And then that's what you tell. I don't know, man. That's just craziness. And bro, I watched the Tiger Woods thing on HBO. Stevie's on there, which is wild. You were his caddy for 15 years. He probably helped you have all the men that you have now, the life that you have. It's all because of Tiger Woods. And yet, you just get on TV and be like, yo, I'm just going to tell you all. Everything I know, I'm willing to. And then the dude that was his dad's friend, that dude's the worst because that was actually your friend. And then you're going to fake cry on camera and talk about, yeah, Tiger, they're going to not like me once I say this, but... So why are you on camera saying it? <laughs> why? These people are not your friends, bro. These celebrities better learn that. See, that's why I don't want to be famous, bro. I'm telling you, because then you don't know who you are. Well, actually, let me take that back, just in case my guys ever see this. I know my friends are my friends. I know y'all love me, my guys. I ain't worried about y'all. But I'm just saying, for some people who don't have friends of 30 years like I do and don't feel that secure in their friendship, you get you some fame and loyalty and people, I mean, fame, clearly they're not being loyal, but get you some fame and some money. And bro, like, yeah, I think we'll be all right, man. I think, uh, I think the, the goal is to be famous enough to where whoever we want to recognize us, recognizes us like, Hey, how's it going? And it's always pleasant. 
That's fine with me. My friends for thirty years. I think I could become filthy rich and ain't nothing gonna change. So I'm yeah. okay with that. But I'm just talking about some people don't have those type of friendships. You have friends that you've been friends with for five years, maybe, and you get a check for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it's like everybody's <laughs> looking around like, oh man, you got that money? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, it's just. You were hitting your mic like Mike fucking Tyson, bro. I don't know what you were doing. You were doing a knockout one-two combo. Oh, I'm sorry. Man. You're good. You're good because we were leading right into the UFC anyway. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I definitely watched it. And I didn't know pre-him because I'm not a big UFC guy that the weight difference was as big as it was. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would have put my money on that guy. On which guy? Oh, Blackowitz? The guy who won, yeah. Yeah, Blackowitz. I thought they were the same size. No, I thought I thought that Stylebender was just Adesanya was gonna come out and just be so different that it was going to. I thought Adesanya was gonna wear Blackowitz out, and the exact opposite happened. Blackowitz wore out Adesanya, or yeah, Adesanya. Man, is, is, that weight is a big deal. Bro. It's you huge. Get that weight on somebody on for a couple rounds, they get t- like that's time. Even and that when you was work out. You don't work out with that type of weight on you. You might work out with a heavy ball or something, but you don't work out with two hundred pounds or extra twenty pounds. Of, you know what I mean? Like that's that's a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? To be putting on you for five rounds. And he's the one he want to fight John Bones. Man, bro, John Bones Jones would kill you, my dude. You just yes. not big enough. You're he's big he's enough. John Jones is the best pound for pound fighter of all time. Exactly, and you Sorry. think you're gonna move up weights to fight the best pound for pound fighter of all time? He will murder you. Like, relax, my guy. Just relax. Yeah. And stay in your frame and your weight and keep killing those guys. But you're moving up to fight. You you just moved up and lost to a dude that ain't nowhere near as good as John Jones. You think you want some of Bones Jones, you better rethink. Like, just, no. rethink the, just rethink the idea. It's not a good one. Absolutely not. And then... Uh, and I think you're really good, Adesanya, but that, that's just not a good idea. Yeah, I think what's going to happen is they're going to they're gonna go run it back. Because it was a close fight. Up until the fifth round, and then Blackwoods took over. But, uh, yeah. but I mean, it was two to two going into the fifth. It seems to be the consensus. So yeah, but they're gonna. Run, but I don't know. They might. Not, I mean, it depends on what you're. They might not. There's so back, there's so many back. good fighters. There's so many good fighters and so many good opportunities. It's one of those things where, you know, maybe Adesanya goes down to third or second, and then has another fight, and then gets back to number one contender or something like that. But he'll be he'll be back in the mix and. But he year. still got his belts in his weight class. He didn't lose his belt, so he yeah. still can go fight his guy. You know what I'm saying? So, if he wants, if he still wants that challenge, though, you know, he seems like a guy that doesn't he, doesn't stop. He wants until the he's... challenge that isn't there yet. But if that challenge comes back, he's that's the challenge he wants. He wants Khabib. So what is Khabib going to do? It's big money out there. Come on, we'll back. see. And speaking of Khabib, he was in uh, Peter Jan's corner. The dude that hit the illegal uh, knee. So. Illegal, yeah. I mean, he was. Look, dude, Aljamain was not Corner winning that fight. Do it. I know. No, he wasn't. But it was. Look, the way that that went down was the guy was still on the ground, and he was saying like kick, and one of the guys in his corner said no, and somebody else in Russian said yes or something like that or kick him or something like that, and so he did, and then he was like, "What are you talking about?" Because I don't think he could see his other side if he saw that he was like crouching to come up or if he was on his knees so that kind of sucked so dude loses his belt on you know a dq knee and you know at first it was like Aljamain like threw down the belt in the octagon was like i don't want this that's not the right way he was crying afterwards with joe rogan he's super emotional and then like 15 minutes later it's like super posing with the belt it's like you got to pick a lane i think but he's also probably super emotional, so I don't know. But yeah, I hope they run it back. You know, and You know Dana White is probably like, look, bro, you got the belt. You got to take these pictures and shit. Probably. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, they have to run that one back because Peter yeah, Jan was winning that entire fight. And then... Yeah, 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 yeah. If he's any type of man, he's got to give him the straight back. Yeah. I wouldn't even fight again if I was Peter Jan and, and it wasn't for that belt. I think it will be. I think it will be because they have a past. So that's why they're so aggressive with each other. And, you know, like kind of after the bell, like they're going an extra well, half second. corner telling them they knew better and they tell them, tell them to finish them. Like, well. Yeah. I cost them. I'd be mad at them, honestly. And then you got uh, 
the lioness Amanda Nunez just <laughs> mashing this poor girl. Dude, it was not that that girl Megan Anderson should not have been in the octagon. Sorry. How dare you? She's a nice lady. I don't care. I don't it's I don't it's. Care. I don't understand why they keep like. Ain't nobody out there for her. Y'all need to find some new leopard cover. I'm telling you, they they might need to <laughs> figure something out. Have interge- intergender Caressa, matches Caressa or something. Shields, yeah, Caressa Shields is thinking about coming over. I just don't know how she'll do with the grappling and shit. But if she happens to get Nunez to stand up and fight, she's the world champion of the world. No. No. Nunez is still knocking around. Nunez has... Nah. Nunez is such a beast. She ain't knocking Caressa Shields out in no boxing. She might well, if they out. if they box, but if they're in an no, MMA, about, in the in the MMA octagon with those little gloves, if Caressa feels feels well, shields and punches her, <laughs> she's gonna break her break her little face up a little bit. Like it's going on, it's gonna be uh, different. This is different. Whatever, dude. I'll I'll take Amanda Nunez all day, every day, whatever odds you want to give. All day, me. every day in the octagon. I want Absolutely. To in the octagon. Absolutely. In the boxing match. She's going to bed. No, well, boxing is different. It's you know, not it's different if you do it in the octagon. It's the same thing. You stand there and you box. Only thing about the octagon, you get to use your feet and you get to grab. See? That's yeah. That's why select few do that's it. Why, that's why Caressa needs some more practice. I'm telling you now, she learned that. Because if, if she gets you to have to stand up and play it at her reach, she's going to punch your face in all night. And with those thin gloves, it's going to hurt. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's one of those things where. You know, McGregor and, and Mayweather were going to do that, like, have smaller gloves in an octagon with boxing rules. Like, they tried to tweak it to it, make it more in Connor's favor, and it was, like, absolutely not going to happen. Because that... McConnor, honestly speaking, kept it close. It wasn't like a white fight. Like, he didn't get 10-8 in separate rounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, wasn't getting... Like, he can box. He just can't box with the greatest boxer of all time. Like, it's a different. Someone a couple One. levels lower than Floyd. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. would have been, been a better fight. Like, this is Floyd Mayweather. Like, bro, relax. Did, so, did you check out, speaking of old fuckers with endurance for days, Dominic Cruz. Like, what the hell? He's still going crazy. <laughs> Dude, that guy has the most insane cardio. I have, like... I remember when I thought at one point he was unbeatable. Well, he kind of was at one point when him and Faber were going back and forth. And w- like once he finally got over on Faber, it was like, that's it. Dom was the man, you know. But a lot of people, including me at first, hated his fighting style just because he does a lot of shit, be, you know, a lot of movements. But he doesn't really he doesn't hit a lot. He's very calculated in what he does. He moves a lot without any action, you know. But then I came to appreciate it later on. Like, fuck, that guy moves so much. And he's doing it in these championship 25-minute fights. And he's moving twice as much as the other dude is and still has, like, the same amount of gas in the fifth round. Like, it's crazy. He's a monster. He is. But That's a monster. he's also old for the MMA world. So hopefully he that just, you know... Gets them into a super fight or something like that where they do a catch weight with somebody or blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you know this is like off topic because we ain't got this on. Yo, you know, they're trying to put Pacquiao back in the ring, bro. Like, I is, thought uh, I heard or saw something about that. What Explain to me what the hell is going the on. Best, two of the best boxers in the world. Like, he's supposed to be possibly their next fight. Crawford and King Ryan. I don't believe I just called him King Ryan on National King Air. What? Uh, what's his name? Ryan. Um, I do not know, but a, he's definitely not a king, or he is a king if he only, if he doesn't have a last name. But he has so last name. they're trying to get Pacquiao back in the ring for like an exhibition or like a straight you know, up a boxing match. Like Ryan's the, the title holder in um no in the same weight class as Tank. They can't do um, that. Ryan Garcia. He'll die. Pacquiao. Ryan Garcia is trying to fight him. And then I just Manny heard Pacquiao. some the other day that he's trying to get in the ring with the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Listen, let me let me just take a second to state this. If your career is not already over Manny Pacquiao, 
if you take this fight with Bud Crawford, it will definitely be over, my friend. I promise you that. <laughs> It'll be your last. Do not do this. You are too old. For this. So, so your advice to Manny Pacquiao is to stick to karaoke. Yeah, what is... fight people like Manuel Marquez. <laughs> Just keep pe- getting people to pay you to take fights like that. But these upper echelon dudes, they're gonna hurt you, bro. Because they're trying to prove something so they can get bigger fights. Because they're still yeah. fighters. You're not a fighter anymore. So you're and just fighting if, for the one check. And if, you know, it's 2021 now, when people are looking back in 10 years, they're going to go, oh, shit, he beat Manny Pacquiao? Nobody's going to remember the timing of it. Exactly. You're a Hall of Famer, bro. Stop letting these people beat up on you like this. Yeah. You let Manuel a... Marquez knock you out like, bro, chill. That's like Hulk Hogan letting The Rock pin him. I don't know. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about, Rock is also a Hall of Famer and a great, let's not. Yeah, but I'm saying it's, it's the passing of the torch. Good. It's a, it's like, hey, you're you're done, dude. You're done. That's enough. Yeah, Manuel Marquez is kind of good for his weight class. So let me stop disrespecting that guy, but still, what that lady said. Still, they're higher tier fighters is what you're saying. That's all. And Bud is bigger. Like, Bud might really hurt that dude. Like, don't do that. For me, Manny. Hey. He's looking for that payday, man. Those karaoke machines aren't going to buy themselves. But hey, paydays. Your boy, Dak. Dude, he might have signed the best contract I think I've ever seen. Like, he came off an injury, signed a four-year deal, $40 million a year. It's a two-year deal. See, this is let me, let me okay. Break this down you to yeah, you, you know all the ins and outs. So you tell me what's going on. Let me break this. Let me break this down to you. So there's one twenty-six guarantee, right? Yes. Out of one sixty. Yes. Okay. Seventy-five. Did that is the first year. So after that, there's only eighty-five million dollars left on the deal. If you pay him forty the next year, so really, there's only forty-five million. You know, say there's only forty-five left on the deal for the last two years. So that's cut money. Don't be good after year two. And Jerry Jones will happily bite that 45 over two years. Bye-bye. Yeah, but the still. Bonus, it, the signing bonus will already be done, and the guarantees will pretty much be paid in full. Because you think about it, 75 and 40 is 115. is only 126 guaranteed, but only 95 is fully guaranteed. So for real, it's sign on the dotted line, beginning the training camp next year, so that's another 40. They won't let you sign the third year if you're not good at that. So go ahead and listen. Watch me. See, listen. This is how we're going to get more people to watch this show because I'm going to break this stuff down for you guys. <laughs> well, listen, dude. NFL contracts are written on toilet paper. I, I know. and But I'm just saying the fact that his, his deal was structured as a four-year and he didn't get looped in, even though the numbers, the years are arbitrary almost. Like, he didn't get looped into that five, six, seven, eight, like, he, he made it to where if he plays out his contract like he did the first one, then he will he will be ready for that second tier, big time, this is it, I'm done bonus, you know? Yeah, and the thing about it is taking the four-year one, he, you know saying, he made himself some money because if NFL keeps going as it's going and money keeps going up, the next one, if it's four years, that's right. Pretty much double 160. Cost of living, and, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> With their averaging per year. So in what, four years? They could be averaging right now. And the highest paid is 45. That's Mahomes. I don't think nobody's going to top Mahomes in the next two years. I don't think nobody, nobody fucking should. There. I mean, I don't think nobody can literally walk, except for if someone like, if someone like Lamar wins a championship or who else is coming up? Or uh, Allen in Buffalo wins a Super Bowl. Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah, then they can walk in there because they're young. They don't have a, well, Lamar has an MVP. If he comes in with a Super Bowl MVP, he walk in there. You pretty much have to give him a blank check. I mean, you can't, you can't. If you let him walk, your fan base will pretty much walk. Like, you go yeah, out and pay him yeah, there would be. That's amazing. how Joe Flacco got his money. Yeah, he went out and won that Super Bowl the year he was a free agent. Like, and they came back and played Joe Flacco, like the top quarterback yeah. in the league, bro. And bro, listen to listen to this. I remember that vividly because the Ravens beat the Niners in the Superdome that year. That was when the lights went out in like the third quarter and they came back on and there's a whole weirdness to it. Um, but yeah, I think he got like like 18 or 20 million a year. And everybody was like, what the? F-? 
And now people are getting like, you know, Dak just signed 40 double. <laughs> and granted, I, I think he's twice as good as Joe Flacco, but. But it's just inflation. He's not. Yeah, it's. You ask me, is Dak worth $40 million? No. No, but I don't think most says, people are. Price tag says he deserves to get Yeah, $40 you know, the market plays. Exactly. Yeah. Market you plays. Who can make a lot of money right now? Like Who's that? A whole lot of money. Mark Cuban. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck could wake up tomorrow and make $30 million, at least $30 million. Like, there's $30 million just sitting out there for that man if he ever won money. For the next probably two more years, someone would still sign him at a starting quarterback rate. If he woke up and showed that he could still throw the ball in practice, he'd get paid. Bro, he could show up in Vegas tomorrow, and they'd be <laughs> like, whatever you want. <laughs> you could have the town, sir. And if it was a, if it wasn't, he didn't want to play for the cost thing. This would be the perfect time. He can come back. They just trade for a quarterback. Yep. They're going to trade you. I'm saying like, same yeah. Game. The problem is he's he's a square dude, which is there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. But he just no, not, he really wanted to retire. Like, he just wants to have his up. book club, you know. <laughs> he just got let him have it. it if, I, would, I would probably retire if I was even beat up that way. But if I really was physically taking those pounds and like my kids and shit. Yeah, hey, good on him, man. He made his money, got out, and he's fine. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so I'm going to need your help with this. What the fuck was the NBA All-Star game? I kind of was watching it. I couldn't keep track of it with the scoring and the skills competition in the middle and the... Explain to me. I I watched about half of it because I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It's You know, LeBron misses the, the, you know back jam and that's like oh okay this is gonna be the whole game like everybody just i don't know how there's a, a method to actually get into elam ending i don't know how the hell the number i don't know how the hell they come up with the number but it was like they didn't they played like the three quarter three 12 minute yeah, so quarters the, so the elam ending is like the three quarters and then they did a whole quarter at Elam inning. Some teams, some people do a time Elam inning, like last five minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. So they stop the game, put a score up. Whoever gets to that number first, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if, you, if you're if you beating us by 20 or five. Yeah. Whoever gets to this number first is the winner. Yeah. Whoever gets to 22 first wins. Yeah. Regardless if the score is five to five or 17 to five. Yep. Whoever gets to 22 first wins. So that's the Elam ending part of it. How they get that number, it's the mathematic way they do it. I don't know exactly. I'm, but what was, like, the skills competition, The like, the dunk thing? They wanted to do it all in one day. So well, that I get. But it was, like, the, the three-point competition was early, and then the dunk was in the middle? Or how did that work? Yeah, the dunk was at halftime. They did the okay. dunk contest at halftime, all the three contestants. Because I didn't know if it was a replay or, what, like, I couldn't tell what the hell was going on because <laughs> I, was, I wasn't watching it all the way through because it was not keeping my interest. Yeah, no, they did the skills first, and then the three-pointer, and then the game started, and then the dunk contest at halftime, and they finished the game, which was pretty trash because the three best players in the East, I mean, on King Team Durant didn't play. So it's like, well, what you want to watch that for? But yeah. it's basketball, and I'm Mike, so. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get it, dude. It was, Mickey and I were pumped to watch, and then it was kind of like, uh, yeah, we can watch something else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. So speaking of which, what have you been watching lately, bro? Report. What? When do pitchers and catchers report? Pitchers and catchers? I do not know. They're what do you well, I mean they're already playing games. Spring training games. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Cap cactus and grapefruit have been going on for a while. Oh, okay. Well then they've already reported, Brendan. If you know they're playing games, how do you not know when they report? They're clearly already reported, sir. That's why I was confused. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? They've been here, bro. <laughs> I didn't know if you were talking about something else. You sometimes you know shit about sports that I would have never even thought to look for. But that's because your your mind and sports are uh they're buddies. Last last time you uh basketball dropped this today. What basketball happened today? I'm watching that. Last Chance You. You know oh. what Last Chance You is? Yeah, you explained it to me last time. North Carolina no, no, no. A&T or Tech or whatever. No, no, no. That's a different show, man. No, no. Last Chance You is about, like, uh, one-off, like, high school. No, like, community colleges. Oh, okay. 
And the one they're doing actually this season is first time they're doing basketball, and it's East LA Community College. Oh, interesting. What uh, what service is that on? Netflix. Netflix. I'll have to check that out. Last chance, you. Yeah. What was the uh, North Carolina A and T one called? Um, why not us? Why not us? Okay, that's right. They ripped the Red Sox. I forgot those posers. <laughs> Anything else you've been watching? That's about it, man. That started today. Um, I like better rap all the time. Uh, what else, man? Nothing really. Good, what's the name of it? Good girls. Good girls, yeah. We watched. Uh, we got through episode, you know, another episode last night. So oh, it's a new season just started. So yeah, I've been watching that. So yeah, we're still on season one, but we're gonna we're gonna ride it out. It's it's good enough. It's one of those where we don't have to watch it consistently. But it's <laughs> just, like if we don't yeah. know what to watch, throw it on. It's forty minutes. <clears throat> it's perfect. That's how I am with it. Yeah, but it's pretty funny. But we did watch. We actually watched a couple things. So we watched uh, Palmer. The Justin Timberlake movie. Um, I heard I heard some bad things about that. I'm, it's I'm just kind of it's with Justin with that with the things I heard. I'm not a fan of Justin for the things I heard. Oh really? <laughs> well, I heard he said some bad things or made some bad in, in insinuations about Britney or whatever, and he's always claimed her to be a friend. Oh, he you're saying you're saying outside of this movie? About I mean, just, you talking about his. It's like documentary movie? No, 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 no. Palmer oh, is just, he's an actor. Oh, okay, never mind. Then. Wrong movie, my bad. No, okay, but, so, you haven't seen the documentary, obviously. You just heard some no, shit about it. I haven't seen it. I just heard some shit about it. That he said some shit about, did some shit about Britney that she wasn't a fan of. Yeah. I just know that he's always claimed her to be a friend. Like, he would always say, that's my friend. Yeah, well, I also... You don't do that shit to your friends. We just had that conversation about Tiger Woods earlier in the show, so... Yeah, true. And I also heard... This is also hearsay. I didn't sit down and watch it or anything like that, but I also heard that the stuff that came out in the documentary is clips of him when he was younger or, like, being at a party and somebody's like, hey, dude, like, you banged Britney Spears, right? And he's like... Yeah, of course I did. You know, like, that's the bad talk. When he was a kid, he was like, yeah, of course. You know, like, he... Oh, okay, I didn't know what it was. That, I think that's what it is. But, again, I well, haven't seen it. Be too upset about that. Like, you know, if he was just being a dumb like, a dumb like kid... a kid, people... Not saying me personally, but I know people who lied about that type of shit all the time. He was just a dumb kid. That's not something to be mad about now, but... Yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. So if that if that's the extent of it, then whatever. But this Palmer movie is one of those. Could have left that movie, left that out the movie. That's what people want to hear, Mike. That's why people are watching a Britney Spears documentary is to hear that shit, not about all the other stuff. But you shouldn't be here just to sell a movie, my friend. That is your friend. At least I agree. But you know, again, I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to speak too far on it. But. Palmer was okay. It was like, you know, it's a bag, you know, a dude that gets out of jail and then uh, it starts out with an old lady taking care of not her son. So you know exactly how it's going to go. They're going to make this hard guy nice and soft and blah, blah, blah. And by the end, he's a good guy. Redemption story. So it was exactly that. It was just kind of, yep, saw that coming. Yep, saw that coming. Acting was pretty good. Okay. It was like, whatever. Mediocre. Not sad no, that I watched it, but won't watch it again. Never even heard of it. Yeah. So, well, it's Justin Timberlake, so in my house, that's a big deal. <laughs> and then, uh, I think I watched every Despicable Me and Minions movie twice over the past, like, few days. Just because that's what the little guy's into right now. Well, and I talking about it made you tired, bro. Dude, it's just like, I just... You know, I mean, of all the movies, you know, he goes through phases. I'm fine with it. You know, it's it's somewhat entertaining to me as well. But I'm interested to see if Despicable Me, I think they're doing a franchise move like the Star Wars franchise. Because they released Despicable Me 1 and 2, I think. And then Minions and then 3 or something like that. So right now they have like Despicable Me 1, 2, and 3. They have Minions, which is a prequel. Then they have Rise of Gru coming out, which is the second prequel. So if they want to ride this train, if Universal wants to ride this train, they could do a one, two, three through nine like the Star Wars did. I don't know if they will, but those movies, they just crank out money. 
So why wouldn't they? You know, they did four Toy Stories. They could do another six. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They got a good formula. They know what works. Just keep pushing it out with a new storyline. Yes, I mean, technically you're right. It's a cartoon. You could do four cartoon. ever. <laughs> Bring people back to life. You can do it. Anything you want, man. And then, uh, then the big one for uh, this weekend was we watched the new Coming to America. Coming to America. And the bad thing. And I knew they should have left my movie alone, bro. What? Okay, we're gonna have to get into it. I fucking loved it. I haven't seen it, so I can't get into it. Oh well, then what are you talking about? Listen, dude. I just heard. I just heard bad things. About Coming it. to America, Coming the to first. Coming to America is my favorite movie of all time. So. They weren't gonna ever be able to do it justice, so I'm okay with that. But I heard they, I heard they butchered it. That's just what I heard. See, I, I, to watch. I was very nervous about it too. Coming to America is is a top ten for me for sure. It's one of my favorites, and I just hadn't seen it in so long. I forgot how much I loved it, so I rewatched it, and then during like I rewatched it during the day, and then at night, Dallas and I sat down and watched uh, the actual Coming to America. And at first, it was like three and a half stars and i'm like oh no like i i had that same anxiety but maybe that's why it was better for me because i'm like they did a good job like they kept they kept all of the same cheesiness from the first movie and just updated it like there was still random dancing and like they they i think they did a good job you know paying homage to the first one or homage or however you say that stupid word by the way how do you say is it Pulitzer Prize or Pulitzer Prize? Who are you talking to? Well, I couldn't figure it out or say it last night. So <laughs> I'm asking you, what? how would you say it? I say Pulitzer. Pulitzer? That's how I used to say it. And then I went to read it. I went to read it and it came out Pulitzer. So I don't know. That's how some people say it. Well, I was, you know, so watching Coming to America, I was thinking, if you could be king of a country, what country would you be king of? And this is a little bit trickier than you would think. Be a king of the country with enough people, but not too many people. Exactly. Like a good, good community with still some strangers. Like you don't know everybody, but you kind of know everybody. There you go. And I at least know somebody that knows them. If I don't know them directly, I'm okay with that. That's good enough. So what? Okay. So what kind of climate are you in? Are you are you on like an island? Are oh, you? I'm in, Cal- I'm in Cali. I'm in Cali. I'm in Cali. No, it's a country. California is not a country, Mike. Well, my climate is gonna be like the state of California. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do you want to be the king of Catalina? Can we make you the king of Catalina? Yep, we can have Catalina. There you go. Mixers, baby. <laughs> It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. All right, Mike. We'll see what we got to do. I'll uh, I'll, I'll go talk to the we could, we could town hall. Catalina. They have turned Catalina into like rich people town. We could never. You'd have to have a lot of money to buy Catalina. You are the point. king, Mike. It's your dream. Oh yeah, kings do have a lot of money. Yeah, too. so you would rule all of those people, and that Catalina is like perfect for you. It's like the night good enough. Fuck, man, we might have to rule Catalina together. I like that idea, because now I'm now I'm thinking I'm like, all right, we're offshore, we're on our own, but it's big enough to where you know, you could not see people for months at a time. Exactly, man. There's you just build some good restaurants, have like a local spot, and then if you ever want to, you're 45 minutes away from land. Land. I like it, man. Let's make Catalina its own country and take it over. Let's do it. How do you do that? Do we have to do that with paperwork these days? Or can we just like you go? No, you need paperwork. We can't be pirates. Bro. We can't do our Viking and mermaid can't combine like Captain Planet and go take over fucking Catalina. You can. I'll turn into a steel mermaid and you could ride me out to the island and we'll wreck shop. And we'll just live off the goats or whatever is out there on the on Catalina Island. That and wine. There you go. Sound like a plan Oh, shit, man. Well, uh, listening to. What have you been listening to? Have you, Did you listen to the playlist of the week? The yep. Nipsey Hussle and Black Crows playlist is the shit. I'm still listening to it. No. 
You should. Uh, I haven't listened to much this week, actually, because I haven't been in my car, man. You don't listen to music in the background at home? No, except for battle rap, bro. That's it? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's it. If I showed you my TV right now, it's not battle rap plan, but as soon as we get off this, I'll probably go. It's ready. <laughs> it's on the ready. They had two events this weekend, and I missed a couple of battles. So I fell asleep, man. I'd be out. But you can go back and rewatch it, so that's not a big deal. Yeah, you like to watch it live, though? Yeah. Or when they first pop? Yeah. They added it, so you don't really see the mess-ups and stuff like that, so it's not a fair judge. But Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, well, this week in honor of uh, St. Patrick's Day, leading up to St. Patrick's Day, which is a big deal in my house, uh, playlist of the week is going to be Irish punk, just like me. So Irish music mm-hmm. with some punk music, it just kind of flows together. That's my traditional playlist for the week up St. Patty's Day, so that's what we're going to be doing. So um, on that note, uh, let's see, whose turn is it? I think it's my turn for to drop some knowledge this week, eh? Yeah. So let's see. I think so. All right. So uh, we had a conversation a few weeks ago about canceled celebrities and everything. So here's my advice for the week. If you're going to support a canceled celebrity, do it like a white person singing all of the rap lyrics. Do it in private. <laughs> and uh, also on that note... Mike will be here in person with me next week. We're going to record in person for the first time, finally, uh, St. Patrick's Day special. So I have no idea what we're going to do, but we're going to do something fun, something special. So be sure to follow us all this week on Instagram, at BlackIrishPod, at Brendallis7, at BlackIrish213. Um, check us out on YouTube, review, rate. And subscribe. It's episode 10. Buy those rookie cards. You got anything, Mike? No, except for look for Brady on his neighborhood app because he's going to be the neighbor with the black guys. (laughs) (laughs) See you on St. Patty's Day. See you, bro.